Hello, everybody. Dave Neal here, stand-up comic. Hey, happy Friday. It's August 4th, 2023, and this is Bachelor Rush Hour. you had a good week and uh hope you're heading home traffic's not too bad maybe you got a couple hot pizzas ready for your kids who knows what's going on out there you get a good fat paycheck bonuses are coming in and speaking of bonus we've got so much extra content to get to today little stories here and there creeping up and the first one we're going to get to let's cut the music and get right into it our first story of the day is jojo fletcher and jordan rogers revealing some wild personal information on the off the vine podcast have a Same listen vein i got a good question. can we do one embarrassing about you no like, no this is yeah. like I mean, I don't have one, but this was actually I thought was a deal breaker too. Like oh, I, before what? I got married, this was something that needed deal breaker. What? Jojo has never audibly farted in uh, front of me. Yeah, what? Ever still? Still. My earbuds. <laughs> I told her really- one, two, before we got married. I'm like, it's got to happen. I am not walking down the aisle if you don't what? fart. I'm so confused how you've never let one slip. But like, here's the thing. Like, I am naturally not a farter. Okay. Like I would burp. Uh, I would burp. I burp more. Comes out there. Okay. That was like this too. I've had this discussion. Gotta get that. out somehow. And it yeah. does. Like, you know, I, it's, it's become such a thing now that now I don't even feel comfortable to let it slip because he says this story all the time. Where now I'm like, now it's a thing. I did get crop dusted one time. He was in a separate room. I happened to walk into the room. And I was like, oh, and by the way, so now as you're as you're listening to this, JoJo's got her hand over her mouth as if she cannot believe Jordan is sharing this information. Isn't that always fun when you get some personal information you get to share with others, things that are supposed to be kept in the bedroom or bathroom in this case? Uh, but either way, he says he he got crop dusted, but he walked into her room. Crop dusting traditionally is when you walk by somebody and fart, usually happening in an office setting. I think it normally happens uh, when you're walking by that employee that you don't like. And so you have a nice little uh, post-lunch flatulent drive-by, a drive-by farting, if, it, if you will. Oh, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's Jojo. You're so perfect in so many ways. Like you have to fart sometimes just to make us all feel better. You know, what's so hard about this though, Caitlin is right now, literally we don't have bathroom doors. So they don't have bathroom doors. This is a deal breaker for me. I need my bathroom doors to be set up like a like a bank vault. You know what I mean? When uh, when I got engaged in Thailand, we stayed in this beautiful villa. But what I found out was the bathroom wall was connected to the bedroom wall. And the ceilings were like palapa style. So they were about 15 feet high. But the bathroom wall only went about 10 feet high. I was like, how on the on the good Lord's day, where I proposed and, and you know, uh, it's such a beautiful moment. How do then I have to deal with the fact that the air is not partitioned between the bedroom and the bathroom? You know, that's not fun for anybody. Either way, good news. I always like to hear some personal stories from JoJo. Aren't they the best? They're just so good. 
And if you're worried about flatulence on a first date, worry no more. Our sponsor today is Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you. Bring more flavor to your table this fall with Green Chef's wholesome elevated recipes featuring seasonal organic produce and unique farm fresh ingredients. That's right. Because you can switch between different options, keto, vegan, vegetarian, fast and fit, Mediterranean, get some options that work for your stomach. You know what I mean? Not just your palate, but make sure you're feeling good both before and after the meal. Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh and with a wider array of meal plans to choose from, there's something for everyone. Yeah, my guess is they don't have an option that's like, which, what's the least likely to have me pass gas? You know, that's that's something for you to decide. Hey, you, what, what do they say? Beans, beans, the magical fruit. The more you eat, the more you toot. Uh, get your legumes in with Green Chef. Uh, go to greenchef.com slash rushhour50 and use code rushhour50 to get 50% off plus free shipping. Again, rushhour50 is the code greenchef.com. Oh, right. I mean, because look, I mean, hey, you know what I mean? That's that's as part of nature is to pass a little gas. That's just the body, uh, you know, taking care of things. But with Green Chef, at least it can be done with a nice, wholesome and delicious meal. And this episode is also sponsored by Microdose Gummies, an incredible entry-level dose of THC that helps you feel just the right amount of good. Feel a little bit of anxiety because you farted in front of your partner for the first time? Hey, Jojo, take your mind off things with some Microdose Gummies. You'd have a busy work day, you're a host of the show, The Big D, with your husband, and you got to read all the comments from Bachelor Nation. Don't let it get to you. Chill out with some microdose gummies available nationwide. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com. Use code RUSHHOUR to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show description. But again, that's microdose.com, code RUSHHOUR. And you guys might not know this, but the edibles you get with microdose come in different strains. So there's an indica strain, which indica, they always say kind of means like in the couch. That's what you want to have when you're going to, you know, melt into your couch and watch some Netflix. But if you want to focus and kind of like let your mind really get high and go places, that would be a sativa. Plus they've got hybrids and so many other types. So anyway, go to microdose.com, code rush hour, and you can get 30% off your first order. And our featured story of the day today is going to be Ben Higgins and his response to Lauren Lane, who was on uh, Sean Booth's podcast, In the Booth. Lauren Lane talked about her experience on the show. Ben seemingly took it personally. Ben Higgins, of course, he's moved on. He's married, but he has a very bitter response. We're going to get and play his full response in a minute, but we have some other news outside of Bachelor Nation to get to. Britney Spears' ex-husband, uh, allegedly one of them, allegedly followed a woman to the gym parking lot texted her many times. It looks like there's a harassment lawsuit happening. The stalking arrest for Britney Spears' ex-husband, Jason Alexander, came after he allegedly texted, called, and followed a woman multiple times at the gym and then showed up at her house. I, I mean, haven't women made it very clear they don't want to be hit on at the gym? I think this is pretty obvious stuff. But either way, he was the one who broke into Britney Spears' wedding, right? He broke into her wedding and he uh, received a three-year restraining order on her. And um, wild stuff going on out there. Absolutely wild stuff. And in other news, Taylor Swift, uh, L.A. concert is pissing off sleepy neighbors. Again, she's got six nights of shows at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. It's the biggest event of the year, and it's why 70,000 people packed into SoFi Stadium Thursday night, shouting lyrics that can be heard far and wide, much to the chagrin of some very tired homeowners. This is right next to our house, man. Like, how can anybody sleep with all these loud people? So you can hear the whole concert. 
So that was a video taken by a homeowner who looked to be pretty far away from the stadium. And it's one of those things. It's like you never want to live next to a stadium. The stadium's pretty new. So chances are they lived there before the stadium was built. But the stadium might add some value to your home. Uh, But yeah, that can be quite annoying if you didn't pay for the tickets. Although I have to say, uh, nothing like a rowdy Taylor Swift audience. It ended at 11.45 p.m., which you think wouldn't be that big of a deal. But I'd love to know what you guys think about that. And all right, let's just jump right into it. Let's get to our featured story. Again, I'm going to play several different clips of Ben Higgins responding, although he didn't listen to the actual podcast, of what Lauren Lane had to say about him, his ex-fiance. Have a listen. So I was giving the heads up, everybody listening, that uh, I was going to be asked to speak about Lauren and Sean's recent podcast. Lauren definitely made it seem like your love was like not like a, a great love to her. It was more of like a young love. I'm glad you're in love with your husband more than you liked me or if you like me at all. The only point to this that upsets me, that show is a real experience for me. Discounting that season of life is not fair to either of us. I cared about Lauren a lot. Still care about her. I only have good memories of our time together. But were we right for each other? Heck no. She mentioned that she met Chris while she was with you. Mm, she did say that. Did you know this, man? The fact that she said that your happy couple weekends weren't necessarily that happy. I mean, if she didn't like me, I, I bet they were painfully hard for her. <laughs> oh, boy. Okie dokie. Now. Okay, good. And I don't even know if Ben listened to the episode. This is what you got to do. I, I tell this to people all the time. I talk to a lot of different alumni. I said, look, for your own PR, get hard quotes of what people said. Furthermore, you're better off playing the audio of what they said because sometimes it doesn't come off the way you might think it did. Here's Lauren Lane discussing her time on the show. It doesn't seem like she discounts the relationship at all. Have a listen. And this person and not me or whatever it was that they were saying, I think that's what was like, the trigger and then obviously like that was then in my head so then watching it by the way much better audio on sean booth's podcast i was hearing all those comments and i was having to watch this and i started to believe what people were saying about so her biggest issue was that she was believing what people were saying about her which is she shouldn't have been chosen or about how he shouldn't he should have chosen someone else because they're better for xyz so i think that was what was the most hurtful it wasn't even like to be honest, because now I see it in the moment, I didn't. I truly thought that I was like in love with this person. But now I'm like, it. I wasn't hurt because I was like so madly in love with him. And it hurt because like now if I saw Chris with another woman, I would be devastated because I'm so madly in love with him. But in that moment, it wasn't because I was so madly in love. In- it kind of it kind of is the same point that Sean Booth was making where he Sean Booth has said, I must not have been in love with Caitlin because if I was, it would have worked out. So for some people, the idea of love means everlasting versus others because like, I love you. You can be in love in a moment on a one night. Could you be? I mean, it's a good th- theoretical. Could you be in love? on a one night stand in that moment? Could you be feeling that love? Maybe, maybe not. I guess it's different for everybody. You can make the case, I guess. Hindsight, it was because I think I was being torn apart. Yeah. And, and and not to say that everyone was mean, like 
a lot of people were super nice, but it's like obviously those you can have like a hundred nice things said about you, right? And the like two exactly. horrible it things will stick you. in your head. So Why? then I'm like, Why is that? Everybody does know. that. No, now not as much. Yeah, but then it was tough. But then I was like, Yeah. The truth is, our 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 body and our soul doesn't know how to comprehend the internet. So when someone is negative to us to us online, it feels like someone close to us is negative to us online, and you really have to burn that off until you end up like getting over it. Like I, for the most part, I get I get over things. It's more like a mosquito bite when someone's annoying. It's like, come on, get out of here. You know what I mean? Uh, Very. I guess maybe because at that time in my life, I put more weight into what people thought yeah. about me. And you're 24. I was going to, yeah. And even yeah, when maybe. I was 30 yes. and it was still hurt. So yes. it's, but now you've been around it for so long. And I think that for me, it was difficult because I didn't. Okay, so then they go into his story, but let's go to our next clip at the 2315 mark here. So I don't know. It doesn't sound like Lauren's, uh, you know, throwing Ben under the bus in any way whatsoever. She's just saying the issues I had were more about the internet hate and less about whether I loved Ben or not. Nobody prepares you for that no. because everybody's like, you guys, you went on this show. You know that she's going to be dating all these other people. For. You like, know I what you signed up for. It's like, yeah, but I'm also... Uh, a regular guy who was just working for an insurance company who has regular emotions <laughs> and feelings and I'm engaged to this person. So oh, no. it's not easy to just sit in your house or you're going. Yeah, the idea everyone says, well, you know what you signed up for? You were asking for it. It's just complete uh, hogwash from people. To the office and interviewed. Like I never made like a video or anything. So it all seemed very casual. Like I didn't think anything would actually happen from it. But um, yeah, then it all happened. Yeah. So I just wanted to travel. Eat food and meet Ben. I did want to meet Ben. So. That's what I was saying too. To so she says, I did want to meet Ben. I don't know. I mean, I can understand Ben's point here, where he feels like she's coming off a certain way, and we can't possibly play the whole episode. So go check it out by all means and listen for yourself. But you know, she's married to another guy, and maybe Chris is a type who's territorial or something. I'm not saying this is right in any way whatsoever, but maybe she, maybe her bias in hindsight is to side with the fact that oh yeah, there was nothing really there, and you got to be careful because Ben then said you know we'll we'll play in a second but ben says i still i still care about her and now now ben's wife's gonna be like really you still care about your ex but like that's one of those of course you don't want if i find out i found out my ex is um someone close to my ex's family the family member passed away and like i was like i felt bad for them you don't want you don't want anyone to go through any pain but it doesn't mean you're like in love with them i think he'll like deny that at all like he definitely in fact i think I don't know if it was after our season. I think it was after our season. Like he like did, you know how they have like artists come perform on the show. He did perform on one season. I don't even, I don't even know what season it was. It wasn't the one I was on, but I think it might've been after the fact, but he definitely had like watched the show. And when we met, we. She's talking about her current husband, Chris Lane, musician. Chris and I were introduced to each other. Just like, Hey, we were at the same event and I was actually still engaged to Ben. So it was like, that's how we met was oh, when okay. right after I had got off the show. So he was like aware that I had been on the show. That's how it works, right? The the guy she told you not to care about. Now he becomes a famous country musician. I'm not saying that's why she fell for him or had, had anything to do with Ben, but she knew he existed. I'm sure they followed each other on Instagram or whatever. All right. Well, let's go to what Ben has to say about all this. Um. What? Okay. I'll let you guide me through this. What are some of the things that I am responding to? Or what are some of the things said? Okay. 
I do know they oh, talk. Right. So now Ben says, what are some of the things said? So then Ashley's going to paraphrase what was said. Then Ben's going to respond to the paraphrasing. It's not good podcasting to do it. I mean, it's fine, but I just think you guys could just cut the clips out. Get a producer, cut the clips out, and um, actually respond to the tone, which is as important as whatever words or summary exists. A lot about a show that they seem to dislike, but yet they talked about a lot, which I don't really talk about things I dislike too much other than clowns. Uh, yeah. All right. So Ben's already bitter. Okay. I, I I have to call it how it is. If Ben was a buddy of mine, I'd say you're a little bitter. He goes, Oh, Sean and Sean and Lauren like to talk about things they don't like. I wouldn't talk about things I don't like. It's like, no, they're sharing their experience from the show. They had a rough experience. They weren't leads. They didn't have the privilege of being a lead and edited as a lead. They had to deal like, like, like Ben knows what it was like to not be a lead, but then he became the lead. And I feel like sometimes like Ben and maybe Nick Vial and people like that forget what it was like once they've kind of like made it to the peak. Um, but uh, <laughs> the two right. of them certainly had enough to say about them just feeling they weren't like great fits to be a part of the Bachelor franchise. Uh, there are a couple of things that stand out to me as far as what pertains directly to you, Ben. Okay. One was that Lauren definitely made it seem like. I already have to be. <laughs> Lauren definitely made it seem. What did she say? Give us direct quotes. Come on, journalism. Your love was like not like a a great love to her. It was more of like a young love. And she said that maybe Sean felt more strongly because he was closer to 30 and she was like 24. Okay. So the question here is, how do I respond to that? Is that what the question is? Okay, cool. Yeah, the question is, how does that make you feel bad? How does that make me feel? Uh, yeah. Well, first off, I don't believe that age has any um any impact on love i know people you've never had young love where you meet someone at a band camp and you're holding hands and you think you're going to stay together for the rest of your lives and then three weeks later she's on to the guy who plays saxophone and you're like i'm come come on you know people who have fallen in love at a very young age and are age absolutely can play a very major factor in in what you know about yourself your spirit, your soul, your person, and also how you find love. Very much in love. I know people who have fallen in love at a very old age, aka hopefully Gary coming up on the Golden <laughs> Bachelor. Um, I, you know, I think love is something that comes about in the least expected ways at some of the most unexpected times. Um, but she's not wrong. You both found love as you aged. Personally, I hear her say love now f- maybe feels differently for her than it did back on her time on the show. And I go, I'm glad <laughs> like you're married with kids. I'm married. Like, yes, love does feel different. Um, I'm glad you're in love with your husband more than you liked me or if you liked me at all. Like, I'm, I'm just. But he's responding. And again, this is just my opinion. It's a, re- it's a reactionary channel, right? Ben's responding as if Lauren was like, I love my husband more now than I did before. And then Ben's response would be, I'm glad you do. But she didn't say it like that. She was just like, yeah, like I've learned that the love that I feel now is just different than, well, I'm glad you feel that way. <laughs> it's not good, guys. <laughs> it's not a good response. Glad you like him. Like, that's cool. Uh, that, that seems to be a, a, a really good thing. Um, you know, that show was very real for me. I will say the only point to this that upsets me at all, not like upsets me angrily, just like would make me 
uh, frustrated would be that show was a real experience for me. Uh, I uh, invested personally uh, a lot of effort into trying to figure out if it was the path that it was going to help me find my partner or not. And you also got paid a lot of money, which is very good. It doesn't mean the show's not real, but you did get paid a good hunk of money there and got your good following and you know made good lucrative moves from the show. I had a lot of incredible women on that show True. and a lot of incredible people. And if she was feeling this way, I wish she would have maybe made that more apparent during the process. It sounds, it sounds to summarize how I feel, it sounds like Ben saying, if she didn't like me, she should have let me know so I could have picked somebody else. But that's not what Lauren was saying whatsoever. All right, you heard it here yourself, folks. What do you what do you guys think? I mean, if I was a friend of Ben's, I'd say, you know what, have a Snickers bar and chill out. You know what I mean? Like, gotta listen to if anyone's ever talking trash about you, you gotta listen to what they said before you respond, or else you look stupid. So that's my opinion. And Ashley, like, look, she's she did a good job if the intention was to rile up Ben. But if I was Ben, I'd be a little annoyed, too, that she didn't share exactly what went down. Because a lot of Ashley was like, well, it, she seems like she was trying to do this. It's like, what are we doing? Are we running a program here? Are we just friends gossiping? Or are we actually running a program? Why, why does someone like me, who doesn't have too much integrity here, have to be the voice of reason? Uh, let me know what you guys think. And I w I'm going to end it there, but I got to tell you, we, we are back tomorrow with an episode of Driving with Dave. I've got a non-bachelor interview with my buddy Johnny Mitchell. He was a drug dealer, and now he's a stand-up comedian, and, and he has his own YouTube channel. It's grown extremely over the past year. If you enjoy content creating or just like a good story, I'm telling you, it's an interesting conversation. So check that out. That'll be available tomorrow here on the podcast app and also on YouTube first thing in the morning. I've got a couple other videos that I didn't uh, make into YouTube content. I'm sorry, that I didn't make into podcast content. So go check out the YouTube channel if you want to get any of that. And hey, we were featured in Bustle, the... Uh, online periodical bustle.com i guess they're fans of driving with dave they featured us and made an article about andrew spencer so we've got that content and i've got some stand-up comedy clips on my instagram if you want to check those out go to instagram.com slash i've got my uh seattle show booked for august 24th and huntington beach for august 17th if you want a good laugh come out and laugh at those shows linktree.com slash dave neal is where you can get the tickets that link is also available in my bio on my instagram all right that's gonna wrap it up for me today everyone have a fantastic weekend i've been dave neal and this was bachelor rush hour 